Welcome to episode 145 of the Joy Loving Home podcast. Thanks to the need to have strong SEO. (laughs) I did not get to title this podcast what I wanted it to be. I actually wanted to call it, when was the last time you felt whelmed? That's not very searchable. (laughs) So you see what title I ended up with. But think about it. I mean, we, with our ADHD brains, will often say, gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. It's, it's too overwhelming to, to take action. I, I, I get overwhelmed and then I don't know what to do. Or because we struggle with boredom or lack of novelty, we're just like, it's so underwhelming. I just, I don't even want to do that task. It just seems boring. You know, all the synonyms for underwhelmed. And yet, maybe what our brains are seeking is just to be whelmed. <laughs> Now, before you go Googling, is whelmed actually a word? I actually Googled it for you. And yes, it is. I actually found the the coolest article by um, a lady named Jennifer Gunner. I'll link it in the show notes. And the title of her article is, yes, you can be just whelmed. But it's funny because when you actually look at the definition of whelmed, it's what we use as overwhelm. And so overwhelmed is just an extreme case of already being whelmed. (laughs) Um, So it's funny, but I think that's actually perfect for ADHD brains because we do need a little extra stimulus than the average person. So we're not looking for calm. We're actually looking for whelm. Now you're like, okay, Joy, where are you going with this? I love words. I love the whole word play of things. And so things like this attract my brain for whatever reason. In the article, and I, if you if you like words like I do, read all the way to the bottom. She shares other words that are just in common usage that are redundancy. Like when we say, oh, I'm in close proximity to that. Well, yeah, you just, that's redundant. That's a redundant thing. My kids will say, There's these two twins in my class. Um, No, they're just twins. Twins are always two. (laughs) But anyway, I'm like getting off topic. But what I'm wanting to do is say, how do we find that perfect balance of not being underwhelmed and so therefore we just feel too bored to take action or overwhelmed so that we feel paralyzed to take action? What sort of takeaway do we have from that? I'm going to give you like super practical way to think about this. And then next time you find yourself stalling, procrastinating, choosing not to take action, doing something that you know you wish you weren't doing, i.e. probably sitting on a couch, just scrolling, knowing that you really wanted to do something for your house or on the to-do list, not that I advocate for to-do lists, but you know what I mean. I want you to pause and ask yourself this question. Am I not taking action because this underwhelms me? And if your answer is, yeah, I'm, I, I don't want to clean up the kitchen. I know what to do. There is no magic or excitement or interest in this task. I'm underwhelmed by the energy it's going to take to just be excited by the outcome at the end. Would I love the kitchen to look clean? Uh Uh-huh. Do I know I'll feel better at the end of it? Sure. 
can't get myself excited enough to actually take the action. So then what do you do? I want you to find some way to make it whelming. And to make it whelming, you need to pair it with something that will make you happy. Is it putting on your favorite music and dancing around a little bit? Is it calling a friend that you never give yourself permission to talk to because you, quote unquote, have so many things to do? Put them in your ears, get on the phone, start talking. And while you're talking, promise yourself you're going to move around that kitchen and be cleaning it up. Put a podcast on. They're fabulous. (laughs) This one, any of them. And start listening. It could be a a gripping true crime podcast that you just make yourself promise to move through while it's on. As you get sucked into it, just keep moving through those types of tasks that are underwhelming to you. Take a before picture, set a timer, race against that timer, and take an after picture and compare the two. Give yourself evidence that the progress is exciting, that the progress is making a difference, that there is a before and an after to the task that you just set yourself a timer for. Any of those things will help create enough whelm to get you going in an underwhelming task. As I am recording this, I am sitting here looking at an incredibly messy desk. It is underwhelming to me to want to deal with it. So I am in this position and as soon as I <laughs> as soon as I post this, I need to take my own advice. That's why I do this podcast because I am not the answer. I am the problem. <laughs> and I need to follow the suggestions I know work. Anyway, so then let's say, all right, Joe, this is not an underwhelming task that I'm having trouble with. I am paralyzed because I feel so overwhelmed by the task I need to do. If you are Answering to yourself, yes, I do recognize that this paralysis and the reason I'm avoiding and procrastinating is because I'm overwhelmed. Then I need you to stop and say, what can I do to pull this task down into the whelmed column? It still is going to be stressful. It's still going to be a task that you find hard, but not double hard, not overwhelmed. We're going to bring it down into the whelmed status. To do that, We need to say, I don't have to do it all today. I don't have to be complete. I need to find one step that will move me in the right direction. So if you can figure out, you don't even have to say, well, that means I need to to break it all down and find all the steps and figure out. Nope. You'll know one step that will get you towards the direction you need to do. If it's just Google today how to... Let me give you an example. I am currently trying to solve a tech issue in my community group and anything with tech issues overwhelm me, even though for somebody who's really good at this, it's probably a 10 minute fix and maybe have that conversation with yourself. Like, I know I am blowing this out of proportion. I know I'm making this seem harder than it is. I'm creating the overwhelm myself. So what is one step I can take to bring this monster down to size. And for me, I need to Google just the phrase, how do I fix said technical problem inside of a Facebook group? It's a place to start. 
I I will read about it and I will get frustrated and I'll find a video and it will show me, quote unquote, step by step exactly what to do. And then I'll try to pull the same thing up on my screen and they never match. They never match. I don't understand. <laughs> For those of us with tech issues, these step by step guides, I love them. I'm so glad you're out there creating them, people in the YouTube existence but they never match my screen. So then there's the, okay, let me try and figure out where, what they're talking about is on my screen. I don't know why, it never works the same. But anyway, it's, it's about giving yourself the pep talk that you are creating some of the monster here. It is giving yourself the pep talk that I don't have to do every single step. Let me pull out one step and figure that part out. Maybe call a friend who's really good at it and go, I know this friend will probably laugh at me and go, oh my gosh, this is so easy. But go, don't, don't do it for me. Sit down like I'm a five-year-old and explain to me how you're fixing it. So that if I'm in the same position again later, I can fix it for myself. It can be that way with a stinking kitchen appliance. Like I bought an Instapot because they were supposed to be so easy and quick, which is part of my problem with making meals for my family, is we're always running and I needed something because I would forget to set the crock pot. So, oh, the Instapot's your answer. It overwhelms me. It seems too complex. I know I'm smart enough. I know I'm capable. I open up the dang manual and it's too much. I put on a video and they start talking too fast and they say, oh, just push this button here and turn it to it. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. My Instapot doesn't look like your Instapot. Where is the button she's talking about? You know what I'm going with here. So find somebody who's good at it, who can help you, whether it's a person online or whether it's a person in reality. If you just are like, I need some accountability from somebody who understands and you're part of my free community group, that group is for you. Be in there saying, hey guys, I am stuck on something. I'm just gonna like put it out there. I need to figure out this by the end of today. If somebody's reading this and wants to check on me later, it would mean the world to me. And somebody in the group will be like, hey, did you figure it out? Are you still stuck? Or even you come back later and say, guys, I did it. When? Or I'm still stuck at this. If anybody reads this in a few days, I need some help. Find some kind of accountability like that. Any of those things will help take what you are creating in your monster and help knock it down to size so that you end up in your whelm and not in your underwhelm, which keeps you stuck, or your overwhelm, which keeps you paralyzed. I hope that helps. <laughs> I'm trying really hard to make sure because I can go off into these tangents and these little thoughts with my my uh, little jolts of joy and not give you something practical to grasp onto. If you use this little piece of advice and you want to share that with me, I would love to hear from you. I will have all the links to how to reach out to me, but I am Joy Loving Home everywhere. You can DM me on Instagram. You can send me an email, joy at joylovinghome.com. You can send me a message through our Facebook groups. And if you want to be part of the Facebook groups, to get into the free community, you go to bit.ly slash joylovinghomecommunity. You just type that into your browser. If you want to be part of the membership group, that has ended for now, but there is a wait list. And anybody who wants on the wait list, you go to joylovinghome.com slash community and it will drop you into a link where you can 
get on the wait list for next time it opens. And if you have gotten this far and you want to do something kind for me, (laughs) feel free to rate and review this podcast. It does make a difference in me being found by others. And um, it just makes my day to read your reviews. So thank you to those that have left them. And if that's something you feel motivated to do or to procrastinate something else you need to do, and you take the time to figure out how to review, I'll just say thanks if that's something you want to do. Until next time, continue to choose joy.